0: Tonight, Game 13, Celtics-Grizzlies. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And this season, we're welcoming Al Fitzpen. Every week, we'll be keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Keep an eye out for new paws all right tonight the celtics are playing memphis they've gone down to memphis uh the nine and three grizzlies are hosting the ten and two boston celtics we uh we promised you this game we thought this would be one more interesting game uh we uh, al and i did the emergency philly game a couple days ago which was an actually meaningful game but now i'm about to read the injury report for this uh for this game al do you, have you looked at the injury report i have not <laughs> i just I read mean, this. i know marcus I just...
1: Smart is out for three to five weeks
0: yeah, so Jalen, and, and obviously Ja, but Jalen Brown, uh, yeah. Brown's questionable, which I hope means he's just not going to play because there's no reason, and we can discuss that in a minute. And then for the Grizzlies, the p- players that are out are Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, Luke Kennard, Ja Morant, Derek Rose, Marcus Smart, and Xavier Tillman.
1: You're kidding me. Their whole team. Who's, play- <laughs> who's playing?
0: I guess I mean. triple. it's going to be Triple J. We're
2: definitely gonna lose this
0: game. <laughs> it We're gonna does find have that feeling. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Desmond Bain and uh, and Triple J, I guess, are gonna take us all on. Um, uh, so since we last uh, potted when for the Philly game that we played the uh, Friday night, our second in season tournament game against the Toronto Raptors. Al, you and I thought that that was gonna be an easy win because they had dominated them before. Oops. But uh, <laughs> dude, uh uh, what, what's his name? T- uh, Trent Jr. What's his first name? Gary. Um, Jr. Gary. So Gary Trent Jr. was back. Uh, he played pretty well. Um, uh, and uh, Siakam played pretty well. And, um, uh, and Schroeder actually had a pretty good game with five for 11 from three. He played pretty well. Uh, and, um, and while they, they, the Raptors actually held the lead for the first quarter and then the Celtics took the lead in the second quarter, it started all felt right with the world. They got a 15 or 16 point lead by halftime. And then they, they just let them chip, chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away, um, and tatum shot horribly and uh and then there was some heroics by Derek white with a great there was actually they moved the ball really well There was a couple of plays where they just moved the ball really well and hit critical threes to um to either tie the game or stay in the game and then Derek hit a three to go ahead and we won the game uh it's,
1: yeah it's worth i think the last minute and 15 seconds toronto is up 100 301 Right, so we're down to, we don't go to Tatum, we don't go to Brown, we go to Porzingis.
0: That's right. Backed him in, and and he was, and they they actually got a switch on Porzingis, didn't they?
1: Yeah, Schroeder was covering him, so yeah. he has like a six foot three guy and a seven foot three guy. He turns around, nails the like six footer. Okay, yep. it's one hundred three, one hundred three. Yep. Schroeder missed, Tatum gets the rebound. Then that great play you just talked about. Where Drew just like dribbled into the corner, throws a cross court pass to White, nails the corner three, one hundred six, one hundred three, and then foul on Holiday. But we had a foul to give, and then Toronto missed Scotty Barnes' three. That was kind of a fall away three. I thought he was going to hit that, Yeah. but he misses it. Rebound over. But I just thought it was so interesting that like with a minute to go in the game, fourth quarter, the guys who take the shots are porzingis and white and that just tells you everything you need to know about this year's celtics
0: yeah i mean that is the difference maker since last year oh and what do you think about the game
2: i thought that this was a game that last year we would have lost um and then horf you didn't mention it uh earlier but horford hits in, like big threes and kind of like the mid-fourth yeah just to, oh, like, absolutely keep us on top and keep us treading water um, but I really liked how we were able to finish games now. We're, we're not, uh, our offense looks good in the end of games.
0: And we have options that we're we're going through. Um, yeah, Horford had 11 points, 3 for 4 from from 3, 4 for 5 from the field. So he had 22 minutes, played really well. Um, although he was a minus 3. Um, uh, Sam Hauser shot 50% from 3 with 3 for 6. He had 11 points as well. I mean, we had a really uh, uh, even disbursement of points for this game. Drew Holiday had 14. Um, Derek White had 13, Kristaps had 14, Jason Tatum had 17, and Jalen Brown was our lead, our lead scorer, even though he was like ice skating around the court.
1: Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna apologize in advance for this rant, <laughs> so people can fast forward if they don't want to hear it. But I've been so, uh, as you know, I'm not a fan of the in-season tournament. Although I'm starting to grow on me, until they put this floor down in Toronto. And nobody can stick their, their feet are slipping all over the place. It's like an ice skating rink, but without <laughs> skates. And the, the worst person is Jalen Brown, who's slipping everywhere. And of course, I mean, uh, you know, fourth quarter, he slips, he hurts himself. He's getting, he strained his groin. Who knows how long he's going to be well, seconds out? Seconds
0: left in the game. Like the, the game was over, but, you know, it was like we were already I mean, up by three and he slipped.
1: Is it too much to ask the NBA to make a floor that doesn't is not slippery?
0: Uh, that's what I don't understand. Well, first of all, it's obviously it's a, a promotional a promotional choice to make specific floors for this tournament. Mm-hmm. And if this uh, if anyone gets hurt, obviously, but obviously if our guy gets hurt, it's much worse. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, just for this promotional aspect, it's like what the hell are we doing? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, yeah. But hopefully, he's not. Hopefully, he's it's not
1: a new heard. floor, right? Is that the idea?
0: Yeah, yeah. Theoretically, I mean, it's yeah. not I mean,
1: like they put a finish over the old floor.
0: No, no, no. This is a its own unique floor that has been painted, and then the the finish, the top layer, is the same whatever it is coat that they have that on a would regular floor. Have
1: on a regular floor. So yeah. why in the world is this slippery?
0: Listen, man. It's Canadian. Who knows? It's
1: Canadian. Those Canadians do floors different.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We got to get to the domestic floors.
1: All, all I know, I'm calling the NBA Players Association. We're filing a grievance.
0: Okay. All right. Good. Listen, I think that's fair. So we remain undefeated in the in-season tournament. We did actually take care of uh, of Toronto, which was fine. Now tonight we have Memphis Grizzlies with you know, God you know, I think maybe the Sparklets guy is going to play and uh, a couple of trainers. So Owen, what do you, what do you think is going to happen tonight?
2: Um, some random G Leaguer in Memphis is going to go for like thirty five <laughs> and, and <laughs> dominate the Celtics, <laughs> beating like step backs and and ones over Porzingis. Just... <laughs> They're going to find the lifeblood of their team. Yeah, Um and Desmond Bain is going to hit some big three in the fourth. That's going to kill over momentum. That's my that's my guess personally.
0: Okay, that, you know, um, that
1: is very very last year
0: Celtics. Only favored by seven and a half points. I think I'm, they're going to cover that spread. Um, if uh, that
1: injury report is correct, yeah.
0: I, I mean, we should win by 25 if that injury report is correct.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, who are they playing? Do they have, uh, I mean, you want to have 15 guys on the team and, like, eight of them are on the injury report?
0: The roster of the Grizzlies is, boom. Let's see who's left. Aldama? Don't Duh, know. Uh, <laughs> Okay, the the great and powerful Bismack Biombo.
1: Oh yeah, the song "Nobody Beats the Biz" that's his theme music.
0: (laughs) Every time he comes in, so they'll be playing that.
1: Yeah, so Bismack could go bananas. That's right. Lock up, uh, poor And nobody beats the biz.
0: (laughs) Jaron Jackson Jr. uh, Jake Gilliard, don't know him. Mm -hmm. John Concha uh jake Lavravia. i don't know any of these people these people are gonna go off on us kenny lofton jr david roddy so i don't think anyone's super excited about this game um we're doing the we're doing the pod because we told you we do the pod and so we're gonna bang it out uh who's ready to watch this game oh and al are you gonna make you're not gonna make it for the p- post because it's a uh, holiday season and you're making a trip tomorrow right
1: i am driving on the road all day tomorrow boys i'm as they say shipping up to boston
0: Oh yeah. So, so
1: the pod is in your able hands.
0: Okay, so Owen and I will do the pod post game um and then uh, our next pod most likely cuz it is a, it is a holiday week is uh, the Wednesday Memphis I mean uh, Milwaukee game. Right? Cuz that's an actual interesting game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we might go Milwaukee on Wednesday and then Friday, December 1st versus Philadelphia. We'll know who the standings are for the in-season tournament. So it'll be a little in-season tournament preview and the Philadelphia game, our third game against Philly. So I think those will be our next two podcasts, Milwaukee and Philly. Uh, Are you guys ready to watch a game? I'm ready. Let's go. All right, we're back. The Memphis Grizzlies. Oof. Celtics won 102-100 with uh, some critical late-game plays. Everything Owen was worried about and everything Owen predicted came true. Santi Aldama. Who I had no had never heard of scores twenty eight points has a career night. It's his it's his first start of the season. He's their second high scorer uh, behind Desmond Bain, who who had an incredible night as well. He shot fifty percent from three, seven for fourteen, and eleven for twenty seven from the field. So Desmond Bain, who you'd figure would have a good game, had a good game. And then Santi Aldama kept them in this game. Twenty eight points. Owen, what was your takeaway uh, from the game?
2: I mean, we showed up with an attitude that, you know, we don't like his fans, but it's probably just natural, of just like, ah, it's the Grizzlies, who cares?
0: It's the Grizzlies, and everybody's out, just like we thought. Like, that's how we were feeling, you know? It, yeah. it happens every... All last season, it happened, where we would be like, oh, yeah, the the Rockets, no problem, we're past this game, and those would be the games they lost. And so that, that behavior hasn't changed at all.
2: But I thought we were a much better clutch team. We... We missed some pretty easy shots along along the way and they made some hard shots, which I guess kept it close.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean listen, they played they, they played out of out of their minds um in uh different portions of this game that kept them in this game. And we were a little gun shy from three where we shot thirty one to their forty four, and that's obviously one of those things that Missoula always wants to get more three pointers up. But Jay was
2: one for one.
0: Yeah, well, because T- well, Tatum was 1-1 one, one for like 11 yeah, the last game. So he he yeah. didn't even take his first three until the third quarter. His first and only three until the third quarter. Tatum, unfortunately, let's go through the Celtics stat lines. Jalen Brown had 12 points. Uh, Tatum had 20 points. KP had 26 points, uh, 8 rebounds, 1 assist. He was our best player of the night. And 6 blocks. And 6 blocks, yeah. Derek White mm. had 10 points. Uh, Drew Holiday had 7 points. And uh, Sam Hauser, also a hero for us in the first half, he went five for seven from three. He had 15 points. He was a plus or minus 17.
2: Which is, if you look at the stat line for the Celtics, everyone's about either like zero to like maybe negative something. And then then Sam Hauser with plus 17.
0: (laughs) So basically whenever Hauser was on the floor, we made a run. Uh, Yeah, that's right. And then on the flip side... For them, John Conchar was there minus 13 where everybody else was like minus one, minus two. So maybe Conchar was on when Hauser was on. (laughs) Who knows? Um, So the, the biggest, the most worrisome stat for me is the eight turnovers from Jason Tatum. Mm -hmm. And Jalen Brown went one for seven from three as well. So he didn't shoot very well. Uh, He would make a lot of plays, sort of the first part of a play where he would pressure somebody and then they would have a bad pass and then it would result in a Drew Holiday steal or something like that. So he did do a lot of good things that didn't really necessarily turn up on the stat sheet. He had a block on Santi Aldama, which then... Big
2: volleyball spike.
0: Yeah. And then he had another one where he sort of got the ball back and then he started dribbling and then Aldama popped it out of his hand. So it was an immediate turnover for him as well. The only thing I'm I'm worried about is that, um, is that the team doesn't seem to be evolving in the sense that it's like, I think we have more weapons, which is great. I think we are having people who are end of game uh, execution is happening. So this game ended on a dunk by Porzingis off a Jason Tatum pass. Um, Jason Tatum, where normally at the end of the game he's sort of dribbling it out and making a sidestep three last year, he he drew defenders, passed it to KP, a cutting KP, KP dunked it, put us up, and then um, how scared
2: were you during this last play? Oh, it was brutal!
0: It was brutal because then Aldama had a three pointer to win the game.
2: Hold on, let's 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 take a little step back. Okay, they go, the Grizzlies go down, they miss a shot, and we come back, we miss a three. We get the rebound, and the shot clock and game clock are about the same, yeah, so he could have just held it, yep, but Now Tatum passes to a cutting holiday, tries to dunk it, oh yeah, that was brutal,
0: it. that was brutal yeah, that was misses that would have been a great dunk. exclamation point, yeah,
2: they come back down, all dominates to wide open three, misses it, but whew, I was thinking that was going in he was hitting all night,
0: that's right, and, and then, then, yes, that and game then uh, and then i I think it was I think it was um. Zaire Williams who got the shot off and then KP got the blocking and ended the game. Yeah. We all breathed a sigh of relief that they pulled it out. And um it, it makes me nervous for the long term, but I think these wins, these sort of like broad based wins where we're having a lot like again, we had five players in double digits. Um one that one of them this night was uh was Sam Hauser, whereas Drew Holiday only had seven. Um, but we're having Derek White hit big threes. He's done that in the last couple of games at the late game execution, and um, and we're not just relying on Jason and Jalen, and uh, so that, those are all good things. And we are coming away with wins, but these are tight wins against teams that we should be beating. Coming up next, we have the Charlotte Hornets, who are three and nine. They have a bunch of um, a bunch of sort of big losses, one close win, um, and they just welcome back. Uh, the controversial uh, Miles Bridges. He had a domestic violence uh, charge against him. He served a suspension over the course of, I think it was 30 games over the course of the end of last season and the beginning of this season. So he's now back. Um, they have LaMelo Ball, obviously uh, Gordon Hayward and our man um, Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. Love that guy. Um, so I always enjoy watching them play. Cause I like seeing all those guys um, play. Uh, they have uh, Al's favorite names, JT Thor. And Leaky Black are on the team as well, um, so those are always fun uh, things to do. But again, if you, just looking at their record and looking at how it goes, they've been really getting manhandled, and I would imagine the Celtics should be able to do that again. It is a back to back for the Celtics last night against Memphis. Memphis, it was a second game of back to back too, which I thought was going to uh, help us, and it but it didn't. Um, I feel like
2: second nights of back to back are like a, they're an excuse that a lot of people use, but. I haven't really seen it affect people that much.
0: Yeah, I really feel like I mean uh, they're young guys, you know what I mean, who who don't have another job. So I feel like the back to back should be fine. Yeah, the Celtics are favored by nine, so it's a uh, um, pretty big uh, pretty big spread for the Celtics. I think they're going to. Um, I mean, look again, looking historically, they should that should really not be a problem. Um, they're not really known as a defensive team, and we obviously have a lot of firepower. So I'm going to say they're going to beat the spread and uh, win this game. What do you think, Alan?
2: Yeah, for some reason, like when I think of teams you should blow out, like um, like Memphis, for example, I think, oh, Memphis, they could have a few guys go off. For some reason, I have no worry about that for Charlotte. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Like, they just don't seem like a team that at all could like touch us. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean the only the, I mean the the their top two scorers now that they have Bridges back are are um are Ball who had 37 the other day and Bridges who had 17 the other night in his return to basketball. And um so I mean I guess Bridges could have a big game. Um he's had big games in the past against the Celtics, but that was a different Celtics team that he used to be playing. And uh so I guess that could happen. I mean um But again, I'm, I'm pretty positive. All right. So our next podcast is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks on Wednesday, just before Thanksgiving. It's going to be a big face off. Hopefully it's going to be a win against Charlotte. So we'll be bringing in a seven game win streak. I think it'll be. And, um, looking to get that eighth against a Milwaukee Bucks who had a great night the other night with, um, Giannis going for something like 40 and, uh, and then, uh, Lillard closing it out. So that's going to be a challenge for us, but that's what we're going to do our next podcast and, uh, We'll see you then. Uh, it was nice to see Marcus Smart, it, even if it was just on the sidelines. I miss him a lot. Uh, I, the players obviously also uh, went over and gave him like really warm hugs and stuff. So it's always good to see him.